Welcome back to the Sports Roundtable podcast. I'm your host, Bella Johnson, and today I'm joined by Maddie Warren. Maddie, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself really quick. Yeah. Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm the men's hockey beat reporter for the State News. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad that you could make it. Um, A lot happened this week, but also not a lot. It's kind of like a weird balance of things. Um, We actually... Pretty deep into the off season, we got some football news. Um, so they hired a new defensive line coach, Deron Reynolds, and I know you know a little bit about that. What it, like? What are you thinking about it? Yeah. So um, when the news came out, it was midweek last week. Um, I saw some mixed reviews. I just wrote a brief about it for the website. Um, Some fans seemed to think it was an interesting choice um, for a hire, but um, obviously Reynolds has, uh, he's coming to MSU from Stanford. He has coaching experience with three different NFL teams, including the Indianapolis Colts, and um, he was also on the coaching staff when Oklahoma made the college football playoff in 2015, so it should be interesting to see if his past successes you know can translate here at MSU obviously Michigan State's defensive line struggled a lot last year with injury and suspension and all of that so they were definitely in need for some help yeah and obviously we're never really gonna know how something's gonna turn out until the season starts so it should be really exciting to see um kind of bouncing off of some of the suspension struggles that the team had last year um, it was announced that Kari Crump w- um, was sentenced to 12 months of probation and 80 hours of community service for his misdemeanor assault charges from the tunnel incident, which is feels like so long ago now, but right. news is still coming yeah. from that. I know. I remember like Christmas Eve, I think it was announced that he was like some of the charges were are going to like be dropped, I think. So it was been a long time process obviously all the legal stuff yeah it's long time coming and it just keeps more news just keeps yeah. seems to keep coming from that um but your forte is in hockey obviously as the hockey reporter right um they had a weekend a kind of a brutal weekend at minnesota yeah. um, and i know you were covering those games um obviously friday night was really really rough yeah, and Saturday not night was not as bad but I mean it's it's tough to get an 8-0 shutout and then move on to the weekend yeah I mean Friday night that was their worst loss of the season 8-0 like I think it was also Minnesota's season high of the amount of goals they scored against an opponent so it was just not a good look for them not a lot of positive takeaways from Friday um it wasn't even like Michigan State started off well and then it kind of fell apart at the end. Like Minnesota came out and scored immediately. Like Logan, Logan Cooley scored nine seconds in and it was just kind of like kept getting so much worse as the game went on. Just they kept twisting the <laughs> knife, as I like to say. Yeah, so Saturday was obviously better for them. They came out really strong it was some of the best hockey I've seen them play all season and then they had a lead 2-1 there which was I think the first time they've led against Minnesota all season and about halfway through the second period 
the wheels just kind of fell off the bus, especially when Daniel Russell had that big hit there and he got ejected from the game. And after that, it just kind of went downhill from there for them. Yeah, I was watching the beginning of that. I wasn't able to catch the Friday night game. I was looking at updates on my phone, which was hard to keep wanting to check. Um, But I did watch the beginning of Saturday night's game and it was going decently well for like the first period and a half, two periods. They were skating really well. They were keeping up the fast pace. Obviously, they took the lead for some time there. But Daniel Russell getting ejected from the game obviously had a huge impact um, just solely from he's a goal scorer. He gets assists. He just has a really large impact on the team. And I think the freshmen are really the standout players this season. And you could really tell that on Saturday night. Right. I mean, I think anytime you lose, I think you're starting winger for the rest of the game. That's going to hurt you a little bit. Um, And like you mentioned, the freshmen, there's six of them on the team this season, and all of them have pretty sure played at some point, and they've all made an impact, especially, um, like we said, Daniel Russell and Carson Dorbert. They played together last year in the juniors, and then they came to MSU. And we've been saying all year that their chemistry has you know, translated here at MSU from their time last year. But it was very evident on Saturday. Um, obviously, Carson Dorr were getting the first goal of the night and then Daniel Russell getting the second one um, to put MSU back on top. So just a really impressive performance from them in a series that wasn't so great for Michigan State. Yeah, it's definitely a tough one for them. It dropped them quite a bit in the pairwise rankings, which is really going to be important if they hope to make a postseason run. Um, They dropped to 18. Do you remember where they were at before? Yes. So going into the weekend, they were 16 or 15 maybe. They were still inside the bubble. So now obviously at number 18, they're outside of that bubble if they want to get into the NCAA tournament. So these next three weekends, especially the series this weekend against Notre Dame, is really going to make an impact whether or not they can make a tournament run and get in to that 16-seed teams. Yeah, so they got Notre Dame this weekend and then Michigan next weekend, which is going to be another interesting series. Um, They get to play at home, which should hopefully help because they do play really well at Munn. Um, And the next one's neutral territory, so really anything could happen. Um, but it, it's definitely a bigger feat to try to work up back to getting into the the bubble of tournament rankings instead of working to stay in them. Right. And then, like you said, the Michigan game, right now they're tied with Michigan in the Big Ten standings with 24 points. So, you know, if they can get a win, split the series, or sweeping is might be a struggle. I don't know if that will happen, but you know, any points at this point is going to help Michigan State here at the end of the season. Yeah, and this coming weekend is going to be the senior night for the team, too. And obviously, we have some great freshman players, but we also have a lot of older senior players. Um, I think you said eight of them, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, they're losing a good chunk of the team. There are eight players in their final year, Um 10 possible seniors, I guess, if um, Nico Mueller and Jagger Joshua don't use their extra year of eligibility. So you could be losing some really key players, especially Jagger Joshua, obviously, is currently leading the team in goals. He's got 11 goals on the year. 
so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens um, next season. Some of these key players can carry over. Yeah, and then also having a lot going on this weekend was men's basketball, or the past week, I should I say better. Um, obviously, last week Thursday they went up against Iowa, and it was it was a super close game. Um, their start was really slow, not the best, and having starts like that is definitely gonna hinder them going forward if you're playing um, big teams in the Big Ten tournament and hopefully the NCAA tournament getting off to a 10-0 start like that is not something you can do it's a lot easier to win a game when you're in it from the beginning having to come back from a deficit is definitely not something that you want to have to do Um, and the Iowa game to me I was um, a little bit shocked when I saw how close of a game it was but then I looked back on some of the wins that I was logged over the season. Um, they've had some pretty solid wins over ranked teams like Iowa State and Indiana. And not to be cliche, cliche but a win is a win. And getting any of those at this point is going to help moving forward. Right. And then obviously Malik Hall, his injuries has been in and out this season, but he came back um, against Purdue. Um, I think he was back in Iowa. Iowa? Okay. Um. Yes, so Malik Hall coming back for the Iowa game. Um, He had a pretty decent performance. And, um, you know, Michigan State did not have an amazing game, like, at all, obviously. Like, a 20-point loss for them. Oh, yeah, for the Purdue game. It was 77-61, to which was really shocking considering how close it was last time they went up against each other in East Lansing. that was it was hard to watch. I was expecting more going into it just because of how well they kept up with them last time. Um, but obviously on the road at Purdue, it's a tough place to play. Um, it doesn't make losing by that much any better, but it's it's understandable, but also I was expecting a little bit more from them. Right. And then obviously Zach Eady, Michigan State allowed um, another career high performance for him. And so, you know, obviously the defense didn't have, they just had like a really bad performance. They were struggling. So, yeah, I want to say he got his, I think it was 32 points last time we played. That was his career high at the time. And then we play him again. He gets 38, which is another career high. And that's an yeah, insane amazing. amount of points. Right. It isn't, it's amazing. Like, I can't believe that somebody could put up those kind of numbers. But um, we know he's a, big player obviously he's a tall Mm -hmm. guy um and he is hard to defend but the team knows that he's a tall guy going into it they've played him before um defensively I think they needed to adjust themselves a little more going into the game to adapt to his style of play and that was just a really big defensive loss for them I think on the women's side of basketball um they've been struggling recently um, obviously on Saturday morning, Coach Merchant got into a minor accident, which meant that they were left without her for their road game against um, the 22nd ranked Illinois team. So that's a huge hurdle for them to try to get over, obviously, missing your head coach. Um, right. I was at availability today and um, interim head coach Dean Lockwood was talking about like how they had a bye week the week before, so they 
Coach Merchant had their plan pretty much set in stone for that game. Um, not set in stone, but like they they'd worked it out beforehand. Um, and still traveling without her is tough. But um, he was talking about how now they're coming into this Nebraska game tomorrow night, and they are going to be looking to formulate something that's somewhat new from Coach Lockwood and the assistant coaches and the team. And it's their first game. Really, almost, he was kind of saying without Coach Merchant just because she did have so much say in the week leading up to the Illinois game. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play on the road at Nebraska. Right. I mean, anytime you lose your head coach, obviously Susie Merchant, what she's done here for the women's basketball program is just amazing over the years. And she's obviously a really big part of the success the program has had. And especially this year, had some really solid games and some solid wins. So obviously we hope she... Can get back soon and has a full recovery so yeah absolutely um she's still pretty much she's still day-to-day as of right now we're not sure when she's going to come back um hopefully she'll be back um by the michigan game on sunday but again no new updates really from what the team has released so far but um we're hoping she's doing well we're hoping she's feeling better and that she can get back to the team pretty soon because it's definitely a tough loss for all of them Another team on the road this past weekend was um, our gymnastics team. They put up a pretty solid meet. Nothing's it was it was a good meet all around. Um, they obviously defeated Maryland, which is nice. You want those wins, obviously. And I want to say Skyla Schulte was the all around champion for this meet, which was really exciting. Um, no, but they had just an all-around solid meet. It was a little close, I think, in the third rotation, but they ended up pulling away for that win at the end. Again, standout freshman is Nikki Smith. She's an incredible performer. She's an incredible athlete, and she was named Big Ten Freshman of the Week again this week. She got those honors last week and also co-gymnast of the week, which is pretty cool. Um, I imagine she's probably going to get more in the future. She's really incredible to watch. Right. I mean, I think this team is doing amazing things right now, obviously. Um, We saw them take down Michigan a couple weeks ago, so they're just at a really good spot right now. Yeah, and they are, and they're going to be back home um, Saturday night taking on Penn State. Um, That should be another fun meet. Um, attendance for the Michigan meet was insane. It was really cool to watch. I think it was sold out or close to. I'm hoping they keep that energy for the rest of the season because they're a really fun team to watch. And um, they really deserve the hype that they're getting. I mean, they're an incredible team. Right. And gymnastics is such a fun sport to watch. And, you know, obviously, Jenison Fieldhouse is a great environment for not only the athletes, but the fans as well. So, yeah, exciting stuff to come for them, I think. They, they dropped in the rankings from last week to 13, mm-hmm. dropped one spot. I think they're going to go pretty far this year. I think they have an incredible team, and I think just the excitement's there, and you could see it every time they go out and they compete. Thank you so much, Maddie, for joining me today. I had a really good time talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. always fun to talk hockey and other sports. And just to close out the episode, happy National Women and Girls in Sports Day. Yes, um, of course. Of course. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Sports Roundtable podcast. Um, You can find it anywhere you find your podcasts. I'm Bella Johnson. Thanks again for listening.